2: jack Manuel hitting you up with a solo brooklyn buzz tonight my boy nick faye was at the game that lucky sob um, so I'll, I'll hit you with this rockets recap and a few other little tidbits that i wanted to chuck in here as well but first it was good to get back on the winners list as the nets down the houston rockets 118 to 105 thanks in large part to mr kyrie andrew irving 42 points 13 to 24 from the field 8 of 16 from 3, 8 of 8 from the free throw line, 6 times, 3 boards, 2 steals, a block, plus 21. It's good to see Kyrie back at the clays doing what he does best. He struggled a little bit of late, you know, we spoke about that on, on previous recaps, but you can't hold a good man down. And some of the wizardry that Kyrie Ovin produced tonight was out of this world. His handles were just absolutely crazy. The 3-point shooting was just out of this world. That one highlight, I think it was about 107.95, where he had the crazy lefty finish where he split the defense. The handle was just out of this world. He was, was throwing it ahead, he was throwing it up. He was just throwing defenders, you know, left, right, and center. It was just marvelous, magical. It's Kyrie Irving, that's all it is. Kyrie Irving is, a, is an adjective unto himself. And and he was just insane tonight. You know, he had an awesome, I thought his distributing was pretty good tonight as well. You know, my favorite sort of highlight in terms of that was he sort of split the defense again and kicked it out to Cam. And Cam must have been a good catch-and-shoot three-point shooter. You know, knew he had to finish the highlight. And you know, the handles to Tyree tonight, it was just vintage Kai. Vintage, vintage Kai. And, and it was really good because the Nets needed him because Kevin Durant wasn't really uh, doing his best uh, tonight. Uh, t- to be honest, he only had 18 points on 4 of 13 shooting. Uh, 1 of 3. From three and nine or ten from the free throw line, nine boards, seven assists, two blocks, three turnovers. Funnily enough, all those turnovers were in the first quarter. So he had zero turnovers in the final three quarters. He played 37 minutes as well. Kyrie Irving playing extra extra couple of minutes in him. I think I I noted this on Twitter that I think Goran Dragic's absence means that Kevin Durant has to be more of a a facilitator and a playmaker for others, which is you know not his natural style of game. You know. People normally find him. He gets his own in the post. I still think he's a, a really positive playmaker, especially him and Nick Claxton. I think those two have a really really nice synergy. I think Clax is is screening uh, a lot better in terms of his timing, the angles, KD splitting defenders uh, to find him. Clax uh, in the short roll is looking a lot better. His hands are a lot stickier. He had a good couple of dunks tonight. Uh, he gets you know uh, KD open for for a couple of. Uh, uh, jumpers and such as well. So you know he's throwing, uh, he, he's throwing a heap of alley oops to Clax as well. So I just think that their synergy is is something that's really really positive. And I'm I'm a I'm a pink fan of, Let's put it that way. I'm a massive massive fan of what those two do together when they're out on the floor together. Clax City alive and well. But yeah, Katie, this is probably one of his bottom three, four, five games this year. But he still was a positive impact on the game. Given you know I think. Uh, Nick wanted me to mention this as well, that he looked frustrated, you know, in person, not necessarily with his own game, but with some of the, you know, lapses from his teammates. And I think that, you know, he sh- he, he shared that level of frustration after the Hawks game as well. The the Nets weren't good defensively tonight. You know, giving up 105 points to the Houston Rockets, who only shot 25.6% from, from three, but still way... Able to, yeah, and it, it's just, look, I, I'm not sure... There are a lot of issues with the Nets' defensive schemes, and playing LaMarcus Aldridge 17 minutes isn't really going to help that either. He was getting attacked relentlessly. He wasn't really that positive, but who knows? The Nets might choose to use him a little bit, and they played him alongside Clax, which previously has been a positive combination, at least by the numbers, but I think a lot of Nets fans are are, are reaching to see a little bit more Blake. Drummond was fine tonight. You know, a little double-double for him. But in terms of the defense, there's just... Miscommunication, misrotations, easy drives. Uh, the, the paint is just uh, easy at will, you know, teams sort of get there, that, that, that's where the Rockets were able to gain a bit of an ascendancy, 52 points in the paint to the Nets, 40. Obviously the Nets are, are a really good, are a really good jump shooting team, uh, but also off turnovers, the Nets had 17 turnovers and the Houston Rockets scored 25 points off those turnovers. They were only able to score nine off the Rockets' eleven turnovers, so they were punished, uh, and they gave got some gave some easy buckets to the likes of Kevin Porter Jr., Jalen Green, and, and these sort of dudes. But you know, overall, it's a it's a W. You know, I think Steve Nash was uh, the one that was sort of saying, you know, this this isn't one that's going to go down in the history books. But the Nets seeing this win, and they're controlling their own destiny a little bit. And you know, just rewatch the hearts of, of Kyrie Irving because he was just absolutely sensational. In saying that, a little bit of a standings update. Obviously, myself and Nick were a little bit depressed given where they were after the Hawks game, but now the Nets are in eighth, and they are only one one and a half games behind the Cleveland Cavaliers, and the they have three games left. And the Nets have the Knicks tomorrow, or today probably. By the time this guy's this this drops for you guys, a massive game against those Cavs, and obviously ending the season against the Pacers. And the Cavs have got a, a couple of little tricky games in the year as well. So the, the the Nets can certainly overtake them. You know, they, they they could finish with the seventh seed, but ultimately, you know, they just need to keep getting those wins. They need to take care of business at the garden. And ultimately, if they can hang on to that eighth position versus in Cleveland in, in Cleveland for, you know, just to win that one game to get to the seventh seed and maybe take on Boston, maybe take on Philly. Both of those teams are tied right now. Miami, you know, seem to be probably hanging on to the first seed. If they were to lose and they'd probably have to take on, you know, the Hawks or the Charlotte Hornets, who they've both lost to recently. Uh, and hopefully they get that win and then, you know, solidify the eighth position to go against Miami. Ultimately, doesn't matter. Just keep getting the wins. The Nets the regular season wins are what matters for now. And if you, if you want a game at home for that playing tournament, that'd be even better. Get the Clays Rock and get the, the home fans pumped up. Uh, I'll get to a few more of the other players who I thought were good tonight. Bruce Brown. <laughs> It's just great to have Bruce Brack. He said that he had a little bit of a sniffly nose still, but he was still able to produce 15 points, three assists, three boards, three blocks, three of three from the the three-point line, and two of two from the free throw line, five-eight from the field, 15 points for old Brucey. He's so important to what the Nets do. So goddamn important. You know, he... He was talking about, apparently, in the off-season, you know, didn't really work with Kyle Corby. It was sort of him doing his own work on that three-point shot. But, yeah, he was an important part of the Nets going on, you know, getting some momentum swings. And uh, Bruce has just been awesome. You know, he continues to do great things on both ends of the floor. So, shout-out to Bruce. Uh, and, and having him back is just a... Uh, uh, the Nets needed. The Nets needed him. You know, and, and he's been, you know, their third-best player uh, for an extended stretch. So, really good to have Bruce back in the fold. Andre Drummond, as I alluded to, you know, 20 minutes, 5'11 from the field, had 11 boards, including five offensive a steal, two blocks. Was plus 12 on the night to go with the 10 points. So another double double for him. You know, you I, I I like it when he gets good positioning in the paint. You know, he's able to seal his defender because he's got good good craft around the rim. You know, and he's a little bit savvier. He's got a little bit of a handle for a big guy as well. So I think that the fact that Clax played 27 minutes on him tonight, so that, that's probably your 48 minutes from your big man, is is it, because Clax was just so much better defensively. And I think in terms of his impact, allowing uh, you know him, the, the lineups were where it's Clax, where it's KD, where it's Kyrie, and, and, and when it's Bruce, I'm, I'm going to be putting out a tweet, and probably by the time some people listen to this, I've got it in my tweet deck, I've got to quickly find it to find the numbers because the numbers are pretty astronomical. They are as such. Only 44 minutes for Kyrie Irving, Bruce Brown, Kevin Durant, and Nick Claxton. Then When they share the floor, they have a 128.1 offensive rating. Ridiculous. And even better, a 94.8 defensive rating. So those four are our four core going forward for the rest of the season and hopefully for a deep playoff run. It's whoever's going to be that number five. You know, who's it going to be filling in? Hopefully it's Seth, but I'll touch a little bit on on Seth Curry a little bit later. But those four are incredible.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to Indeed data, And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
2: And Clax was really solid tonight as well. I'm just really enjoying... Seeing the best version of Clax and him showing consistency, 27 minutes to him tonight, four or six in the field, one or two from the free throw line, nine boards, including three of them offensive, did have a steal. And also the nine points he was switching out on Kevin Porter Jr. a lot. And because the Nets are doing so much switching and they were still doing it with like Drummonds and and Lamarcus Aldridge, it just suits Clax to a T. So if you have Clax out there for 30 plus minutes when it when it does matter, the Nets are gonna be a better defensive squad. Now they're still not a great defensive team. But when you have clacks out there, when you've got Bruce Brown out there, it's more likely you're going to get positive things on both ends of the floor because they create offense from their defense because they're just so good in terms of shutting guys down, whether it's on the perimeter or Clax getting down low and, and, and protecting the rim. But continuing to show consistency for Clax, so that's a, a real positive for him. Patty Mills, uh, one of the other starters tonight, 25 minutes, two of eight from the field, and, and both of those were threes. Did hit his opening three, did have two dimes, three boards, uh, and a steal as well. Well, this wasn't a great game from Paddy Mills by any stretch, but it was certainly a, a markedly better one than one against the Atlanta Hawks, and that's saying something, because he was pretty pretty goddamn poor in that game. He wasn't great tonight. You know, he was minus seven, one of the few players other than LaMarcus Aldridge, who was negative in the plus minors. So, it shows that when he was out there, you know, in, you know, uh, in the in the combinations that he was around, he wasn't able to make the, the greatest impact. So, But I think that there were more... There was greater energy. Uh, it just looked to me that there was a greater application from Paddy. Uh, the three ball, hopefully, is going to turn around. I think that's the number one thing. And, you know, Seth being back, hopefully, soon as well, eases the burden for him. But 25 minutes. You know, he needs a rest, but I don't think he's going to have that luxury, you know, heading into, you know, a back-to-back. But... A big game from Paddy, um, hopefully he's on the horizon as the Nets head into uh, the playoffs and, and you know the play-in round uh, also. Kessler Edwards, 24 points, uh, twenty-four minutes, sorry for him. 2-7 from the field, 0-4 oh from three. Five, uh, seven boards, including two offensive, two dimes, a steal, a block. Plus 14, was only behind Kyrie Irving in that department for five points uh, on the night. Jess is an awesome rebounder. That's just one thing I love about what he does. He just brings such great energy. He's such an awesome athlete for a guy of, of his stature. You know, he he has a really great frame to him as well for for a guy of, of his youth and inexperience. But he is a he, he feasts on the boards and when the Nets rebound well, you know, they do look a better team and they're allowed to, you know, end possessions defensively and, and Kessler which has done a really good job of that. You know, the three ball wasn't there tonight, but he still I think was okay defensively. He just looks really good in you know, there was a lineup that I was a, a bit of a fan of. What we saw, Kess, Cam, uh, Clack, KD, and Kyrie. That was a, a lot of fun seeing sort of the young guys with the two superstars. Uh, I, I just, you know, it was Nets to sort of a wet dream in a lot of ways. And a lot of Nets fans wet dream because we're all a big fan of a, a lot of those young fellas alongside our two leaders and superstars. But yeah, positive stuff from Kess. And look, there was no James Johnson tonight. And you could see the impact that Kess has when he has extended minutes. I've said it before, I think Kessler Edwards should be taking his spot in the postseason. But unfortunately, it is unlikely to happen. And Kessler Edwards is probably only going to have three more games. Because I'm pretty sure, don't quote me on this. I don't have the rules right in front of me right now. But I don't think he's going to be allowed to play the playing around even. So I think his absence, especially without Seth Curry as well, uh, is going to be sorely felt. So you know, Kess continues to do good things when he is getting the minutes out there. As I alluded to, LaMarcus Aldridge was really poor tonight. Uh, Didn't hit the box score really much other than three boards, two offensive, did have an assist, but he was attacked relentlessly. Part of it was probably conditioning issues as well. You know, these were his first minutes and they're sort of young and zippy teams, sort of like the the Houston Rockets are going to, you know, throw some things at him and they really, really did attack him. And so I want to see a bit of Blake maybe against the Knicks or maybe you try LaMarcus Aldridge again, but I think, I I don't know. But uh, LaMarcus Aldridge is... Not the answer to a lot of the the questions that the Nets do have, especially in the defensive end of the floor. But maybe you have combinations where it's him, Katie, Patty, and those sort of three-man combinations are ones that do work because they do understand his tendencies a little bit of where he likes in the mid-range and the sort of pick and pop sort of scenarios. So we'll see how that does pan out. But LA was not positive, not really good at all tonight. But Cam, I think, was 13 points for him, four or six in the field. Four free throws, hit all of them. Hit a three, that one I alluded to earlier. Also had four rebounds, only the one turnover. The one, and and a a pretty nice highlight play where he sort of, uh, I guess, inadvertently shoved off Jalen Green, sent him flying, hit the jumper. You know that Cam's always going to hit a highlight. uh, And that was a lot of fun to see. But it was good to see Cam play a bit more in rhythm because in the absence of Seth Curry and with Paddy Mills struggling a lot, the Nets need his offense Because the burden can't just be Kyrie and KD. KD wasn't amazing tonight either. So this game from Cam I thought was pretty positive. So good to see from Cam Thomas get back in a little bit of form. And he's heading back to the Garden. Which is a a place that he certainly does enjoy. No doubt about that. I'm just trying to look at a few of my notes guys. Try and see if I can throw in a a little bit more. To start that fourth quarter... The Houston Rockets went on a little bit of a run. You know, I think it was like 7 or, or 10-0 in the first of the 10 minutes. Uh, the first two minutes, sorry. Um, which meant, you know, Kyrie had to play extended minutes. KD to play extended minutes. Whereas the Nets, you know, had a little bit of a buffer. They probably could have given those guys a little bit more of a rest, especially heading into a back-to-back. So, a back-to-back, sorry. So, that's a little bit disappointing. Um, in terms of Kyrie had a nice dime as well to Bruce Brown in that fourth quarter. Sort of gave it a little bit of English, yeah, a little bit of spin. Sort of splitting the two defenders, threading the needle there. The Nets, in terms of their the fourth quarter offense, was pretty poor in the sort of first eight minutes of the quarter. I think they're like five of fifteen from the field, four or fourteen. I think a little bit before that, um, but you know, Kyrie got the team on his back, and, and and they were able to get the W. So you know, not probably not much more to say on this game. So I'll get to a few other things um, that I wanted to touch on. Uh, you know, just seeing things in Net Twitter sort of, in terms of. You know Seth Curry. You know he's been obviously missed the Hawks game, missed tonight's game as well. You know Nash, Steve Nash has said that giving him rest is a priority. I think all of us want to see him rest till the offs, till the play in. Uh, uh, there was also talk that he could be back. You know for the game against the Knicks tonight, tomorrow, whenever you guys are listening to this. But it's all a, a wait and see proposition. And and I'll quote Steve Nash here: We'll see how he responds to these days. said he's in a tough position because rest will help, but there's no guarantee. Uh, that rest is the cure in a three, four, five, six, seven, eight-day stretch. It might be an off-season type of thing. He may be in this state, in this condition, for the remainder of the season. So he said, you know, we're we'll hopefully playing tomorrow. It's just an extra day's rest. It's a back-to-back. So if he was going to play in one of those games, it makes more sense to give him the extra day rest to recover. Play tomorrow. We'll see. Look, Seth is so important to what the Nets do. You know, I've put out a few tweets about you know the Nets' offense when when he's on the floor, the three-point shooting when he's on the floor. He's been incredible, given that he's been playing through this this ailment for such an extended period. So it's going to be a pain management thing for him. It's going to be a wait and see scenario for the Nets if he's out there against the Knicks. Hopefully, it's a blowout so we don't see extended minutes for him and the Stars. But I just want him fit and firing for hopefully you know the the playing tournament where we, where the games matter because Seth is, has as shown that he can prove it. You know he's one of the the great three point shooters in NBA history when it comes to the postseason. So. Fingers, toes, and every other body part cross for, for Seth coming back in a big and positive way whenever that time does come. I'm not sure if I, or Nick and I sort of touched on this a little bit in terms of some Ben Simmons news, but Woj, basically with an the coffin saying that the regular season return for Ben Simmons is not realistic. My unfortunate humble pie that I will not be eating, it's going to be, you know, all the Sow patch kids sort of thrown in. It's going to be an unfortunate one. I don't know if that's the right analogy I threw out there, but it, it, this pie uh, is not one that I'm a big fan of I'm not it doesn't taste very good but you know Ben Simmons is going to have to get himself right he hasn't played for a very very long time we'll probably see him on the bench you know there was you know little murmurings and positive things here and there but unfortunately uh, Aussie Ben ain't going to be back at any time soon Ben 10 you know Stephen Ashley again has said that he could throw him out there in the playoffs but I see it as very very unlikely but happy to be proven wrong as I've said before but you know, come next year, hopefully he gets all, all the rest that he needs, gets that back right, and we get a big, big season from uh old Ben Ben Simmons. But disappointing news for for Ben Simmons and, and Nets fans in general. Uh, a few little stats that I saw, and, and shout out to Jackson Lloyd for one of these ones, talking about um when the Nets record and and the general record of teams went back to back to backs were eliminated. So the Nets are 38 and 27 which would be third, fourth, fifth, sixth best in the Western Conference behind the Charlotte Hornets. And the Nets are just better when they get rest. You know, obviously we've seen, you know, Kyrie adjust to to the new schedule that he's playing on. You know, coming on to -to back-to-back against the Knicks, it's certainly one to watch. You know, the rest is important for these guys. And because there's been so many ins and outs and inconsistencies with lineups and starting lineups, it's going to be a and thankfully, I guess when the games do matter in the postseason, in the playoffs, the, there, is, there are no back to back. So that is a benefit for the Nets, but the Nets got to get there first and they're going to take care of business for the rest of the regular season also. So shout out to Jackson Lloyd for that one. That was a, a really nice stat. And also shout out to Gotham Reckoning for this three-point shooting stat that I thought was I wanted to bring up as well. Per NBA stats, the Nets are generating 11.5 wide-open three attempts, three-point attempts per game the fewest in the league and almost two whole attempts behind the 29th ranked Miami Heat who are at 13.3 their last this season it's the lowest mark actually since the New York Knicks in 2017-18 who generated 11.2 per game oh, I, it's it's interesting it's whether they're the in-and-out game you know you know with James Harden you know it's sort of a, a the, the, pro- the the prototype of the offense is you know sort of in-and-out basketball but yeah, the Nets are obviously a, a, a still a really good offensive team when you've got the, the likes of the shooting that they do have, but you know, they make it harder for themselves, it just seems. And you know, obviously, you know, Joe Harris and you know inconsistencies from Patty Mills and Seth, and Seth Curry being in and out. Katie obviously, um, as well, and, and the absences of Kyrie. So I think that it's probably a bit of a... One, not having a, a great playmaker for... You know, and, and that's where, you know, James Harden's absence has probably felt a little bit. Goran Dragic not being there, being able to generate looks for, for guys, whether it's in the post or, or, or inside and out. And the Nets just haven't been shooting the the ball from from the three-point line amazingly either. So that's certainly something to keep an eye on, but an interesting stat because, you know, in in the modern NBA, you know, easy points around the, the bucket and easy points outside uh, the arc. are The modern basketball, but the Nets sort of bucked the trend a little bit, as do, you know, a lot of other teams, including the Suns. So it's whatever works for them. And, Hopefully, they are able to to generate a little bit more going forward. But in saying that, guys, appreciate you listening to my voice for over 20 minutes. Thanks for... uh, And and thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe on all platforms. Five stars if you can. Join our Nets community. I'll be sure to chuck that link on Twitter if you're not already a part of it. Head out to tpublic.com. Check out some of the new merch for the Brooklyn Buzz. And I will be in New York City very, very, very soon to watch the the nets play be sure to hit me up Uh, i'll be at that paces game and maybe a playing tournament game as well if the nets are lucky enough to get to that seventh seed it's the nets world guys peace
1: everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 percent of americans are deficient in if you are a woman over 35 magnesium will help you rediscover balance energy and vitality